Hi guys and welcome to Searching for Better. I'm so excited to be recording this episode as usual and I'm really excited to be back getting back into podcasting for Searching for Better. Um, Just the past few weeks I've had some really big life changes. I moved out of my family home and that's something that I want to talk about in this episode today. I want to go through big life changes and how they affect us and how to deal with them. I think that's a really important topic especially with everything going on at the moment. So many of our lives are changing in so many ways. So I really hope that you like this episode and it resonates with you. And as I always say, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. I'm really excited to get into it. Let's get started. Hi there and welcome to Searching for Better. I'm Julia and I'm the blogger behind searchingforbetter.net, which is now the podcast. Searching for Better is all about exploring ideas on how to find our path in life and to live it wholeheartedly. So welcome to our show and I really, really hope you enjoy it. I'm really excited to be back for this episode. It's a really big one for me. Um, I really am freaking out a little bit because I don't have all the notes that I usually write down. But this is a episode that I really wanted to discuss with you because I feel like big life changes are so important. Um, There's so much, there can be so much loss and grief around them as well as excitement and celebration. So I really just want to go through a bit about my journey with that and how I'm coping and also some realizations that I've had um, recently over this um, period of time. So basically uh, in the past month or so, I moved out of my family home And that was a really big adjustment for me because obviously I had moved out of the home that I'd grown up in and also that holds a lot of memories. Um, It holds so much in regards to my brother and everything that I've been through with him and I really struggled to leave the house because it really felt like I was leaving him behind. And that's something I feel like we all go through when we go through changes, whether we leave friends behind, partners behind or situations behind. We're so used to being comfortable that big life changes really push us out of our comfort zone. And even though they can lead to great things, short term, they can be really difficult. So I was really struggling with the move and finding um, that I was having some really difficult feelings of anxiety with it. So I made a personal decision to go back to a uh, psychologist, but someone who specializes in trauma and does a process called havening. I am going to go through my experience with this psychologist and the havening in a separate Um, series of podcasts because I do feel like that's a discussion that needs to be had. It's really opened my eyes up to the effects of trauma and what causes trauma and also finding that, you know, PTSD, uh, that's post-traumatic stress disorder and trauma is really common despite what we might think. So that will be some stuff that I'll get into in another episode. But until then, I do want to sort of cover just briefly, I was feeling really anxious about moving and I was really struggling. Like I I didn't want to know about it. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to pack. It just made me feel so stressed out. Um, So basically, I went to the psychologist who actually diagnosed me with a bit of post-traumatic stress. And I was really surprised by that because I actually thought that post-traumatic stress, as silly as it sounds, is for like super traumatic experiences like wars and things like that. And, you know, I think of war veterans, to be honest, when I think of um, post-traumatic stress. 
And again, that's also something that I feel like as a culture, we probably don't know enough of. It's probably not spoken about enough. And trauma has become such a heavy word, despite it being such a common occurrence in everybody's lives in different ways. So when she said this, it made a lot of sense because all the feelings that were coming up were actually common feelings that I had right before I went to Europe last year. And it was definitely that sense of leaving, um, that fear of leaving things behind or feeling like I was moving forward without my brother. There was definitely so much stress there right to the point where I felt like I ended up getting sick. So in this, uh, sorry, I ended up getting like a throat infection. I always feel it in my glands. It's somewhere that always hits home for me. And yeah, so that basically was my experience. And I think the thing with trauma as well is what happens is, you know, for me, leaving the house was a big trigger. It really felt like I was in fight or flight again. And the thing was, I was aware of that in my mind. I knew how my body was feeling, but I couldn't control the emotions. I couldn't bring my body back down to a normal level. And that was the concern that I was having. So I made this decision to go see this psychologist. Her name's Tara and she's really fantastic. She's been very helpful. And basically the first session we did a havening session. Uh, sorry, the first session was more like just talking about my background and everything. And the second session when I went back, we did a, um, what's called havening, which again, I'll go through in another um, podcast episode. But we did that on moving. And it was such an interesting experience because I really learned that the symptoms I was feeling I was feeling was were related to everything that I'd been through and all the stress. And I had no idea at the time that moving would be such a big trigger for me. So I think the first thing I learned when it came to big life changes and making those moves that you know need to be done but are really hard is probably acknowledging the loss and the grief that you might feel. And I think that's completely normal because we're people that love to be comfortable. We're so used to being comfortable, even if the situation is a difficult one. Like, you know, my mom's house holds a lot of both good and difficult memories of my brother. So despite moving out, giving me a sense of space and helping me to create a new life for myself, I was so comfortable in in that, you know, in that space. I felt like I was really connected to Pat. So leaving, despite being exciting and, you know, I really felt for my partner who was so excited to move out, you know, together. And and it was such a beautiful experience, like to see how excited he was and everything. I really did feel stressed out. I felt next level, like anxious. So I think that's important to note. When we have big life changes, having these feelings come up is completely normal. We really don't know always what our triggers are going to be and I think that's something that we need to acknowledge even things like you know leaving a job uh, leaving a partner all that stuff can cause so much stress within us and it's so important that we manage that in any way that we can whether that's through our own sort of journaling or meditation or you know seeing someone and talking about it but I do want to stress that feeling that way initially with any major life change is completely normal and I would really suggest talking even to a friend about it but also being open with yourself about it and acknowledging those feelings that are coming up and allowing yourself to feel them that's definitely the first step I felt like was important to me I really had to verbalize to everyone around me what was going on and how I was feeling and why I was feeling the way I was feeling so that the people around me understood and were able to help both you know help support support me and I was able to also support myself by just letting them know. The next thing that I've learned when it comes to big life changes as well is to understand that we as human beings are able to feel um, 
the way that I think of it is a duality of emotions. So, you know, just because an experience is positive, um, you know, does not mean that we're not going to feel sad about certain things um, or simultaneously struggle as well. So with the move, it was definitely, you know, it's a positive experience. I was learning to move forward and that was fantastic. Um, I have a great partner that I'm really excited that I'm living with now, but that didn't, or that doesn't mean, sorry, that I didn't find it challenging, that I wasn't sad, that I didn't miss my mom, I didn't feel bad about leaving her by herself. And that's something that I really learnt during this experience as well. It's okay to... And it's possible to feel both happy and sad at the same time. There's no, you know, right or wrong when it comes to big life changes. Um, For example, you know, pregnancy, any sort of changes that you know are going to throw you around a bit and change your life. It's completely okay to feel happy and sad at the same time about things, to go between feeling grateful, but then also feeling a sense of loss for your past and the things that you are not going to experience or miss out on or not even miss out on, but things that you have experienced that you that you miss the experiences of. There's so many ways that we can experience both emotions at once. And I think that's a key thing to remember in any big life changes. You know, when we're moving from the comfort of our current situation into an unknown, it's normal to feel a range of emotions. So that's definitely Another thing that I experienced personally during this move, you know, everyone was so positive about it and I wanted to feel really positive and sometimes I did and sometimes I was really excited, but there were other times where I just felt really sad and it also brought up a lot of feelings about my brother and, you know, moving forward and there's always a bit of that um, working through that sense of guilt, that survivor guilt. So I do want to emphasize that going through life changes feeling those duality of emotions, being happy and sad, angry and excited and all of those sort of things, again, is also completely normal. And I think it's important that we allow ourselves the space and the self-compassion to understand that that's how we work as human beings and that we shouldn't force ourselves to feel a certain way or feel bad about having a feeling. Like I know I felt really bad about feeling sad about moving because I felt bad for my partner who was so excited But, you know, at the same time, that just puts more energy into something that we're already dealing with. So try to avoid, you know, feeling bad about having certain emotions and instead just appreciate and try and accept the fact that as human beings, we're lucky that we get to experience a range of emotions because that helps us to learn um, and to notice the difference between them. So a duality of emotions, being able to feel multiple things at once for a life change that, you know, some consider amazing, some consider, you know, a really happy place. It might not be like that for you necessarily and that is okay with big life changes as well I think there's a sense of us that yearns for that person that we currently are that we know we're no longer going to be and that's something that I realized as well like obviously when a lot when something happens like a change of job or a baby or you know a move we realize that our life will change, our routine is going to change. And I think that's something that I realized needed to be adapted to slowly. So with any big life change, don't expect yourself to go into it and be exactly who you were before because it's natural for changes to, or sorry, big changes to change our routine, change how we feel and change who we are as well. 
and again, that is definitely something I experienced. Like I was really into my fitness routine, my eating, doing so much. And then when I moved in, it was like so much to organize, so much to do, had to get myself organized for work. There were just so many things. So I really realized that moving into my new routine consciously and slowly was going to be really helpful for me in monitoring this change. For example, with, um, you know, there was already so much to adapt to. I think moving out, especially leaving my mom, was such a big change for me. So little changes had to happen first before I could go back into a routine. So, for example, I used to work out in the mornings and so much was happening and I was so tired that I knew that if I tried to jump straight into that routine, it wasn't going to work for me. So, you know, I started with not working out for the first two weeks and then jumping on the treadmill just for a walk um, in the mornings when I didn't have work and then getting back onto the treadmill on the days that I did have work. And now I've just started getting back into circuit training on my days off. So, you know, I've given myself a good month to allow myself to fill the routines that I had in different ways because obviously the w- when I do those routines, how I do them is also going to change. Um, another experience that I had was with the dog. Obviously, that's another big change that's going to happen from moving him from my mum's to here. And if anyone has a pointer... Um, I have a, a Visla, so it's like a German shorthead pointer and he is the neediest baby you'll ever meet. He loves me and he loves my mom just as much and it was it's really difficult to move him across the houses because he's, I never thought I'd say this and don't judge me, but he's definitely got anxiety. He's definitely got separation anxiety and I can't believe I'm saying this, but it definitely happens. You know, he'll, he'll st- stay outside barking if I leave him outside of this house because it's an unfamiliar place for him and then he worries that we're not coming back and it's just, it actually stressed me out even more. And I went to see the psychologist and I said to her, you know, I brought the dog over within like a week of moving and I got really stressed out. He was stressed out. We were both feeding off each other's nervousness and anxiety. And she said to me, you know, you have to sort of transition that part a little bit slower, both for yourself and for your mum. Because, you know, my mum's used to having the dog there and I'm used to having him with me. So it was about making that transition a bit slower and stepping back and allowing myself more time to make those changes. So what happened was I I left the dog at my mum's more and slowly now I've started to bring him over and sort of get him used to it, get him used to outside and start that positive reinforcement. But to be honest, that first night that he stayed, I, it was a real struggle. Like he was crying like a, like a new puppy, basically. And it stressed me out. And the um, psych said, you know, it's better for you to just do it slowly. So in any situation, if you're trying to go back to old routines, you know, for a starter, those routines might change, which is absolutely fine. And how you do those routine, how you do that, those routines will also change. You know, you could have been a morning walker, but now you have to be a night walker. I don't know. There's... However it happens, I think it's important not to expect yourself to be exactly who you were going to be and allow yourself the flexibility to reintroduce habits and routines and change them up as you see fit and be gentle with yourself as that's happening. That made the transition for me so much easier. I wasn't tough on myself about not working out. I wasn't tough on myself about eating because I knew that I was adjusting and finding systems that support you. Like for the first three weeks, we got... um, Marley Spoon and HelloFresh because I knew that I was already going to feel overwhelmed and trying to figure out what to eat every night for dinner was just going to add to that overwhelm. So don't be afraid if you know if you're like if you can to spend the extra money and get those support systems that will help you to transition um, a little bit easier. Try to anticipate those things before you know those big life changes, whether it's a job or you know even if you're changing jobs and for example the commute's longer, maybe it's worth 
doing uh, HelloFresh and things like that to make your life easier. Um, also something like, for example, I know for me when I got into work, I had a lot less time to read than I usually did. So it meant that I downloaded some podcasts and some audio books and made sure that they were all set up and ready to go so that when I jumped in the car to go to work, I'd play one of those and boom. Same sort of routine in the sense that I'm doing some sort of reading or personal development, but just changed the way I did it. So now I listen to it in the car and at least I know I've gotten some time in. So if I don't get to read before bed or I'm too tired, I don't judge myself because I know that I've got that routine in a different way. So with any major life change, be super flexible with all the routines that you did and don't expect yourself to be the exact same person that you were before. Routines will change and you will change. And that's obviously the whole purpose of this. And it's a really great way to learn flexibility and adaptability in our lives. And it also empowers us, I feel like. When we come at um, a situation or a life change and we are able to adapt to it, it gives us a sense of self-confidence and a sense of independence that we can cope with things as they come. I think a common feeling that we all uh, feel as well in any sort of big life change is also a big feeling of guilt. I I think that comes up a lot because we feel guilty for the people we're leaving behind. We feel guilty, you know, for the friends that we're leaving. We feel guilty for maybe doing, doing, um, you know, doing really well. There's so many things that could come up where guilt comes into play. And I think that that's something that is important to work through. And I think the way that we work through that is different for everybody. I know for me, seeing Tara, the psychologist, has been a great help. Uh, But there are other methods, whether, again, that's just journaling. Um, I spoke about tapping in another episode on how to process negative emotions. So if you want to hear more about ways to process emotions, that's definitely an episode that I would suggest. But even tapping, that's something I did for self-belief, which has been really helpful. But making sure that you're consciously acknowledging those emotions. I did a really fantastic um, journaling technique the other day where basically I would write down how I was feeling and I would keep asking myself why to try and dig deep and see what was happening. And, you know, I feel like with a lot of us, we feel as though we should hold back for the people that we love. We should stay at home for the people that we love. We should you know, not try and reach levels of success and push ourselves because we don't want to leave people behind or, you know, there's so many situations where we feel that way. So I do want to acknowledge that guilt is such a big emotion that can come up in big life changes, but it's an important emotion that we need to work through. It really teaches us a lot and it really tests us with our self-worth. I know for me, learning to work through survivor guilt and, you know, guilt, like I said, of leaving my mom by herself is something that I had to learn to work through And also be compassionate with myself about. I mean, those feelings are normal, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't move forward. And that's something that I really had to acknowledge and had to accept. And also guilt is another form of, or another way I should say, of taking on other people's responsibility. We feel bad, so we overcompensate and we stress and we, you know, make ourselves feel worse just to feel better about the situation in a weird way. And I think that that's really something that's important to be conscious of because we all deserve big life changes. We all deserve to create uh, the lives that we want and become the people that we aspire to be. And again, guilt is just a part of the journey. And I think it's really important that we learn to manage it and learn to, like I said, be self-compassionate with ourselves. And I mean, journaling about it is a great way to dig deep. Talking to someone about it is another way, but also just allowing those feelings to to come up and say it's okay is important. Guilt is really normal, but it doesn't mean that we should hold ourselves back. It's just 
you know, something that comes up too when we love people and we want success and experiences for them as much as we do for us. But I do feel like it, it becomes a pivotal learning situation where we are forced also to put ourselves first in a way and also acknowledge the difference between, you know, those emotions that we can learn from and let go of and those emotions that we need to hold on to. And I think guilt is one that definitely has its place. It's a great learning curve, but it's definitely a emotion that we need to become aware of and learn how to let go of as well. Despite feeling guilty, big life changes are really important because not only do we set an example for others, but we also empower ourselves. And that's when we become the best version of ourselves and we are able to serve and help others better as well. So there's definitely a place for that emotion. And I definitely think it's worth looking at, not trying to avoid, or again, even feeling bad about feeling that way. Just acknowledge it and try to understand it more as opposed to getting caught up in it. So these are definitely my top tips for big life changes. I hope they're helpful to you because they were definitely helpful to me and something I really learned the hard way. So I really suggest as well, if you can, if you know someone who's struggling with a big life change or is about to go through one, please pass it on to them. Please let them know, you know, that the feelings that come up are normal and the way they're feeling are normal. And also, you know, tell yourself that if that's something you're experiencing. And this is also a great episode to go back on if um, you know you're going to go through a big life change or you know you're moving or changing jobs in a few months time definitely something worth um, going back on, I hope. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And as I say, always take what resonates, leave what doesn't. And in the meantime, um, I've created a bunch of new blog posts. So feel free to go on there and have a look. And don't forget, if you like the content, um, you'll really like the email newsletter that I write every week. It's usually about an experience um, and some advice, motivational content that I put out there. And also just to let you know, I decided to put myself out there and push myself out of my comfort zone this year. And I have, I am officially putting my face on the gram, (laughs) Instagram that is. Um, So I've done some DIY professional photos, which is what I like to call them. So make sure to check out my Instagram as well. If you can um, show a bit of love, I'll follow you back as well. I really like seeing, you know, what the people that are listening uh, to this podcast are doing. And, you know, I like to hear what the community is up to. So please um, jump onto Instagram. It's at search, uh, sorry, yes, at searching for better. Um, And you can see my face there and see what I'm all about. And also keep up to more day-to-day stuff that's going on. I'll be posting every couple of days as well. So until the next episode, again, thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful. I'll catch you in the next podcast episode.